0: I see you hiding my laugh and how I sit with my legs open sometimes to give my crotch some sunlight. This is some delicate leg and whimsical kiss I got to have to give to my choice. So you can't have me unless I give me away. And I was doing all that till you ran off on a good thing. Who is this you left me with? Some simple bitch with a bad attitude. <laughs> I want my things. <laughs> I want my arm with the hot iron scar. <laughs> I want my leg with the flea bite. <laughs> yeah, I want my things. I want my callous feet and quick language back in my mouth. I want my own things, how I love them. Somebody almost ran off with all of my stuff, and I was standing there looking at myself the whole time. It wasn't a spirit that ran off with my stuff. It was a man whose ego walked around like Rodan's shadow. It was a man faster than my innocence. It was a lover I made too much room for. I almost ran off with all my stuff And the one running with it Don't know he got it I'm shouting this is mine And he don't even know he got it Mm -hmm. My stuff is the anonymous Ripped off treasure of the year Mm -hmm. Did you know Somebody almost got away with me Mm -hmm. Me Mm -hmm. In a plastic bag under his arm Me Juanita Sims Mm -hmm. Somebody almost walked off with all my stuff.
1: This podcast has been brought to you by 4-Eye production. And now let's start the show. that uh disgusting video of the man at Harris Teeter yeah with the ladle out of the
2: thing and I would have said real loud put that down I would have said it so loud it scared him
1: I'm just wondering
2: I mean I'm sure the person who was videoing like told yeah but how many times do people do that I, don't get I was so that. dis- listen that's why I hate eating out I would have um, yelled um, so loud it
1: me scared too him. I would have been like oh my god <laughs> It was so nasty. We might have to post like that a, one. I would talk to him like a baby. What? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Through your teeth? Through my teeth. Ma'am, you, you look, teeth look like growl. you look like you said that a couple times to a couple
2: people. <laughs> couple people chilling. I would do that because that was just disgusting. It was. And you just standing there all broad daylight, like yeah, I'm just gonna drink out of this. Like I'm confused
1: because there were people who like passed them. I'm like nobody saw that out of their peripheral.
2: Like nobody. They probably would just. You think they were just so focused. Trying to get what they trying to get and get out and that person behind them. But my thing is for them to be able to get their phone out, get the camera. You, miss, I mean, you're getting a full meal, sir. Uh, absolutely. You're, you're getting a full bowl of soup. I know people who do that anyway. I thought you said you was going to. Uh, I did. See how you
1: do.
2: I don't know how to turn these phones down.
1: Okay, volume is on me on. We're going to see. We got like an hour. We're going to see. We're going to
2: see.
1: What up, y'all? We black like we never left. This is ag and This is Courtney B. And this is episode 40 of the Culture Shock Podcast. Woo, 40 days and 40 nights. Like, no. That's how long I feel like I've been awake.
2: Yeah. I need a nap. It's it's the it's, it's been a busy Monday, to say the least. And you still got a lot of going to do. I do, but it's going to be all right. I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. So
1: I'm really proud of all the work that you're doing, and I can't wait for the people to find out about all the work that you're
2: doing. Yay! Maybe I'll get a nap soon. I doubt it. I got to get a nap. <laughs> I got to get a nap. My eyes are watering. I'm like, why is my, why are my eyes watering? It's because I'm tired. Uh, well, speaking of naps, how was your weekend? What did you get into since the last time I saw you? I intentionally did nothing. Okay. This so then you not- got a nap. This was my nothing. But I didn't nap. I okay. told you I fell into a show hole.
1: That's true. Okay. That's where you that's where you jacked up. That's, that's where, where you at, got
2: jacked up. I got jacked up in the show hole, okay? Because Hulu had this this terrible idea to put every single season.
1: <laughs> it was a, an amazing idea, obviously, because they got you watching.
2: Every single season of the Real Housewives of Atlanta. And for those of you who know me personally, know that I love the housewife. <laughs> I mean like from day one. So I am like going back down memory lane right watching these crazy episodes because back in the day, like that's when all the like real like classic shade and like just crazy stuff happened. So I kinda fell into a show hole.
1: And it was genuine too. It was genuine. it was less staged than it is now.
2: Exactly. Like they had genuine argument. Right. And camaraderie, beef,
1: yeah. like, all of it was more real. They had their
2: original faces, <laughs> boobs,
1: Don't, don't do that. Don't, <coughs> all don't do the
2: housewives. So, you know, it, it was just, I fell into a show hole. I was just cackling, and um, that was pretty much it. But I had planned, like, I planned to do nothing. Okay. So it was fine. Like, I was content with doing nothing. What about you?
1: Mmm... Went to the beach. Yeah, but what beach?
2: The one in Aruba. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, you went it, to an island. I did. Not, not like the beach. Like you didn't go to Myrtle Beach. Don't.
1: Listen, you went to an
2: island. If you saw, Stop trying if to you be seen
1: one, you've seen them all. Stop trying to be humble. No, nah, it was really nice. Um, didn't do as much. So this is the second year. Um, actually, I was there last October. You know, just doing a little work. And um, just really enjoyed myself this time. Last time I was really busy. Got into a lot of activities. A lot of water sports. Went fishing. All of that. Assumed that maybe I would do some of that this time. None of it. And it was all good. Just enjoyed the sun. I tried to get my tan on. I'm obviously not working the whole tan thing right.
2: You didn't do it right.
1: Yeah. I I, got to, you know, write down my tips from Courtney B. Because Courtney B. tanning. Courtney B. tanning. Because Courtney is white.
2: I sent. My friend, a picture of Charlie Baltimore, right? You right. know how Charlie Baltimore Yes. Is? And I asked her from the sincerest part of my heart, mm-hmm. am I this white?
1: You are not Charlie Baltimore Like She yet. said
2: you about two shades, dark. That is still extremely white. Two shades is close. She's ghastly. I love her to <laughs> death, but she is
1: extremely light. You're going to make me go back and look at a picture of Charlie she to see, is- like, because now I feel compelled to be like, I mean, well yeah, but What you're trying to say is true. No. Nope. Oh, okay. I'm just trying to say, moving right along, um, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think maybe maybe three shades. Would that make you feel better?
2: I'm brown skinned.
1: Okay. What am I if you're brown skinned, what am I have you guys seen a picture of the two of us <laughs> together? If she is brown skinned, what am I? Chocolate? Brown brown. I'm brown, brown.
2: I'm brown. You brown, brown. <laughs> brown I'm brown skin. Messing with you. I okay. am brown skin. Okay. Why are you doubting me? Oh, Why I'm doing is smiling.
1: Brown. I'm smiling really hard and showing all my cheekbones. That's it. You can do whatever you want to. Y'all gonna stop trying me? Listen. And my color.
2: Okay. That's colorism, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> don't listen to her that is not true That's no not it's not true. colorism i'm dismissing but y'all gonna stop trying my blackness any who calling me charlie ball speaking of trying my blackness
1: <laughs> here in trump's america what are we gonna do because this week was terrible i know every week as we always say we have the good bad and indifferent you know we get to tell you what happened in the news we tell you how we feel about it you don't have to agree right I feel like we're going to be on the same page with most of these things this week, if we haven't been before. Because, girl, it's almost all bad. It's all bad. Like, I can think of maybe one or two positive things that happen. So, what bad? What level of bad do we want to start with today? Take a deep breath, boo. Um, it, I mean, it's all bad. Can we start with annoying bad then? Let's start with annoying bad. Megan yeah. Kelly. Okay, so Megan Kelly is not gonna be on the network anymore, and I hear that it's because. <laughs> so y- y- you're giving a little hand clap. Yeah,
2: because they did um Tamron Hall wrong. True.
1: Um, I hear that it's got something to do with her whole blackface comment about you know people dressing in blackface for Halloween that should be acceptable. Basically, was her the whole concept? Um, the annoying. Part is that because they're cutting her contract, guess how much money she's getting?
2: Was it like sixty
1: million or ninety? Sixty nine million?
2: million. I knew it was a six and a nine. I read no somewhere. <laughs> I'm just saying.
1: Um, but I, I read a comment where somebody said, "I guess racism pays," which. In reality, I mean, it, it does. It does
2: because all she's gonna do is get that money and just go to another network. Right, because somebody else is going to hire her. Yeah. Um. And she's just always been. She annoys you. Annoying and condescending. She's like, I seen it on, I seen it on, on Twitter when someone says that Megan Kelly is what happens when you leave your Tommy Lauren out in the sun too long. Why does why does that resonate with me? Like, why do I totally get that analogy? She's just a more popular Tommy Lauren, like you know. And even from the very beginning of her of that segment, she opened it up like, "Well, it's Halloween, and the Halloween police are back, telling you what costumes you can and can't wear." Like, like she knew she she came to be controversial. She did. Um, This is the same person who while she was on Fox, said that Santa Claus had to be white, Jesus had to
1: be white. Like, she does know that Santa Claus... Oh, that's when everybody was clowning her because clearly Santa Claus
2: is a fictional character. He can be whatever color you want. Yeah, so she knew exactly what she was doing, and for her to sit there... Like, this is the thing. There's this book, and I don't know the author, but I plan on getting this book. I think I was just going to get it from the library. It's called... Um, I think the title of it is Why... I'm not talking to white people about racism anymore or something like that. Oh, I've heard of that. Like, it is 2018. Mm-hmm. If I have to explain to you why blackface is a, is offensive, like, you're playing with my emotion smoking. Right. Like Stop playing with me. You know why that's offensive. You're someone who is, a, is in the media. So you know why that's offensive. And for you to say, you know... Well, if you're dressing up like someone, you know, it's just a part of the character. You don't have to put on on black skin or, you know, whatever. Like me, like I love Lady Gaga. That's one costume that I always say I'm going to be a version of Lady Gaga. That I'm would not gonna, be cute. I'm not going to paint my face white. white. Right. But by my costume, you're going to know that I'm Lady Gaga. Like you don't have to do that. And then um, it's by Rini
1: Ito Lodge. Um, why I'm No Longer Talking to White People About Race. Yes, that's
2: the book. Um, And that's just the way I feel about it. And then um, Melissa Rivers, she pissed me off, too, because she made this snide remark um, because there was a a housewife. I can't remember if it was a New New York housewife or or a New Jersey housewife, Mm -hmm. but they dressed up as Diana Ross. Okay. And it would have been fine if she would have just, you know, had the gown, you know, been like the whole dream girl thing. But she got her she got like a spray tint to look darker. So it was this huge thing. And so then Melissa Rivers says, well, if she wanted to look like Diana Ross, she should have just put on a Michael Jackson costume. And I'm sitting here like. Ew. What? Why would somebody say that?
1: I'm like, they look nothing alike. Like, what are you talking about? Sometimes I want to be like, when in doubt, just shh. But I don't think that they're in doubt when they say these things. I think it's said in full confidence. Like, I mean, you know what I mean? Like. They're fully confident
2: that this is okay. I'm like Melissa, you're not Joan. Like you're not funny. Right. That that was that was definitely not funny. You need to hang it up. Like you're not your mother. Right. You're not funny. And then she tries it every now and then. Like it does not work for her. It was it was and then she tried to get real apologetic and you know and act like I just you know how do we how do we get past girl you acted like you didn't even know what it was so how can we get past something that you won't acknowledge until you're about to lose your job. Right. First, identify
1: what the issue is. You can't get past anything if you don't know. But they do know. And oh, that's the know. problem.
2: They know. So, right. I mean, I'm glad that she's off because I knew that it wasn't going to last. Already, it was talks about her having um, poor ratings. Right. So, her show wasn't doing well anyway. Right. So, this is probably just the nail in the coffin. So. Right. They needed
1: something to get her on out of there. And $69 million later, can I just get one? Never mind. One you million. You know what? Let's move on to another story. Um... Again, warning, we did say that it was all bad, so... Um, the Pipe Bomber. Yes. So, since the last time we talked to you guys, um, there have been a string of Pipe Bombs mailed out. I hear there's a potential target list of 100 people. Um, <clears throat> 56-year-old Caesar Saek, I think is his name, um, is the one who mailed them out. He mailed some to... Um, and all of these are former roles, with the exception of maybe one, President Barack Obama, Secretary of State Hillary Clinton, the former CIA direct um, Director John Brennan, att- former Attorney Attorney General Eric Holder, of course, uh, Representative Auntie Maxine Waters, uh, former Vice President Joe Biden, the actor Robert De Niro, Senator Kamala Harris, and who else... Um, Democratic donor George Soros mm-hmm. and activist Tom Steyer. Yeah,
2: and Cory Booker.
1: And Cory Booker and CNN New York. Yeah. So it's um this van that the guy was driving around, that Caesar was driving around, uh, was sighted in Florida, Boca Raton, Florida, and it had like a bunch of anti, um. what can I think today? Um, media, anti-media postage and like Trump posted posted and plastered all over the van. Um, he was a DJ in Florida and I think he did like food delivery, like one of those food delivery services mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. one of the people who took one of the pictures of his van was just saying like, oh, well the the lady, I think her husband or fiance had taken a picture of the van previously and he was like, Remember that crazy man that I was telling you about? He's the pipe bomb guy. But anyway, um, he is facing forty-eight years in prison, which I thought that it would be more than yeah, that. Yeah, I don't feel like that's enough. Forty-eight years in prison if convicted of all charges, which I believe, and I could be wrong. But he's being charged with like four or five felonies, so that's not enough. That no, doesn't it should sound be a like it for everyone, right? And the list, something, something about this that's, uh list also. Yeah, that's a conspiracy, should, right? But uh, yeah, forty-eight years is all he's facing if convicted of of all of the felonies, which maybe he will. But history tells us that at some point, you know, something's gonna get knocked off. So. Right.
2: Um. All of these. I just these don't know how him. he rode around with that van and nobody thought. Right. <laughs> thought they it, probably it was
1: did. Crazy. But that we I've had this conversation since that happened. And I'm just like, how many people are out here acting like that, and people are just like, well, we don't know who to take seriously and who not to. So I don't know, but 14 pipe bombs is a whole lot, and they all went to um, Trump critics. Mm -hmm. So it's just crazy because if one of those, if just one of those would have been successful, we'd be having a different conversation. Like, can you imagine if you know, Obama or Hillary Clinton
2: or Robert De Niro, like any of them, had gotten blown up by a pipe bomb? Well, you know, now the GOP is, like, trying to flip it, and they're basically saying that the Democrats mailed themselves the pipe bomb. I heard that. Just to derail the um, midterm momentum for the Republicans. And I'm just like... That sounds stupid. That sounds stupid, but they're going to believe it. Oh yeah, yeah. There are some people that will believe that they're gonna believe that. Like you know, anything. It's like he can't say anything, and I mean he could do anything, and they're just gonna run with it. Like yep. it's like don't believe y- you, like don't believe yourself. Don't believe what's being told. Just believe what I say. Right. And I just, I just don't understand how you can just trust so blindly in Donald Trump. <laughs>
1: Like I'm all not people. even saying yeah,
2: I'm not even just saying in people, but like in Donald freaking Trump, right? With an S, words of Mikhail. Donald Trumps. I'm trying to figure out how you believe anything that he says. He doesn't even believe himself with that wig that he wears. Like he doesn't even believe in himself. You are a bully. But, but, you're a Trump bully. But I don't care. Okay. But but y'all are gonna like eat up everything he says. Just like oh my god, I just I cannot.
1: I cannot. You know, I'm definitely not somebody who... And we've talked about this on the show before. I'm definitely not someone who is an advocate for just sticking with a, a specific party. Or, like, what they... The party stands for all the time. But I'm not really rocking with the GOP at all right now. Like, I, I think you... You and I either discussed this, or we were trading articles at some point, and we were talking about the voting machines in Texas. Everywhere. 30%. Um of its counties in Texas are switching people's votes, including the Senate race between Ted Cruz and um, Beto... Ru- oh, why can't I can't talk today? a Mm-hmm. Um, and the GOP did, like, appointed officials. Like, the people in charge are saying that they don't have the room to change anything. Like, they don't have the right, the legal authority. But
2: my thing is, after the 2016 election... Mm -hmm. When we knew that things are being influenced or hacked, why wasn't anything changed? Because how do we know that these things aren't being manipulated and hacked? Right. Like, it's nothing. What can you do? I feel like I'm in an ongoing episode of Scandal. I truly do. In the Twilight Zone.
1: (laughs) Mixed together. In American
2: Horror Story. All at once. Yeah. Okay. They should make one call American Horror Story Trumps America. On American Horror Story, didn't they have like some episodes about Trump? The last season was about a cult, but it, it listen. It's like a terrible Groundhog Day. Truly. That's what it is. It's like a, a repeat of a just awful Groundhog Day. And I'm just like, can we talk about this before we go on? Because I'm going to divulge a little personal information. I got hung up on about this topic, okay? Okay. Get it out. Let's talk about this Blexit. Have you heard about this? No. You haven't heard about Blexit? No. Let's talk. So, did you see the images that came across um, from the um, Young Black Leader Summit in D.C.? Yes.
1: Yes annoyed i meant to send you a text message i was so exhausted by the photo i literally had to take a break from whatever it was i was doing and my first question was where are their parents
2: who let i would never like how did y'all get so many i'm gonna i'm gonna pull one of their one of their um tactics and say they were paid actors possibly they were both Possibly. college students and they were paid after. I mean, that's what y'all say. But, I hope they got full scholarships for that. So, apparently, at this convention, um, Candace Owens was there. Yes. You know, one of the Republicans' black mascots. She was there and she announced this campaign called Blexit, which is kind of like a, a play off of Brexit. Yes. And it's supposed to stand for the black exit from the Democratic Party. And they have shirts. And guess who designed these shirts? Kanye. Kanye West. I, I'm Kanye good, girl. West. I be knowing. No, I'm just playing. Shirts say we free. I, I, you cannot make this up. You don't look like it. You cannot that photo did make not look.
1: this Okay, so I did up. not know what it was called, but I did know that Candace was headlining basically something like
2: that. I just didn't know that it was called. Ble- Blexit, Blexit. Kinda like Brexit. But the thing is, Blexit the term was being used by I don't know exactly who, but there was this like um financial freedom campaign going on mm. and these the, the people who had started this black financial freedom movement were already using that Blexit for that. And so they have basically just you know Okay, but Steamrolled it and there's there's copywriting
1: um, infringement going on know. or something. I hope it is. I don't know, but this is this is one
2: thing that I want to say. Um, Kanye is making these shirts or having this campaign called the Black Exit from the Democratic Party, at the same time that he's donating over seventy three thousand dollars to a Democratic candidate for mayor in Chicago. So I'm just really trying to understand. Her name is Am- Amira in in, in- yeah. mm-hmm. She's an African um, candidate or um, of African descent and she's running for mayor in Chicago. Chances endorsed her and Kanye showed up for a while to one of her um, um, speaking events, yeah. you know, rallies and donated 73 over $73,000 to her campaign and wow. she's a Democrat.
1: But so at the same What is this about then? I know that's your question. I just wanted yeah. to ask it out loud.
2: I have no clue. The message and, and all this for someone who says he doesn't vote or read. Right. I, one of the issues that I have
1: with this whole thing is like if they're talking about financial freedom, right? That's something that we care about. That's something the Black community cares about. That's something that we're actively working on in the Black community. And the part that makes this the worst is you see that photograph of those young potential leaders because whatever you think about them or the photo they are leaders they're going to lead somebody into some direction right because everybody has somebody who will follow them and my thing is if the point is to divide that makes it look like it's working and that's it's the optics right and so right I'm glad you said that because what I want to make sure I say on this show is just because we see that image on TV of a room full of black students who were, I don't know how you got them in that room, whether you paid them, whether you, you know, coaxed them, whether you threatened them, whatever it was, it looks like, oh, there are plenty of black people, but in comparison to those who don't, that is a minuscule number. So I... Anybody listening to this show, black, white, green, or otherwise, just know black people are out here sticking together. So don't, you know, don't get it twisted, and definitely don't get discouraged if you are black. Just had to throw that back out there.
2: Yeah. So, and just to clarify, their their message or their vision has—they don't have anything to do with financial freedom for black folks. Right. Right. This, right. This Blexit. Right. The originators of the Blexit prior to this right. are the ones who their vision was, you know, black financial freedom. So then it also sucks that
1: like if you've been repping that mm-hmm. that you might later be associated with this mm-hmm. new group. Ugh, yeah. Disgusting.
2: So more 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 tragic news. So I'm just I, I just don't know. Like we just really have to and and I wanna make this known too. Like I don't believe that Voting is going to fix everything. It's not. not. But it is a step towards the right direction. Right. It's taking some type of action. So you need to get your ass out and vote. (laughs) Early voting is going on now. Get your ass out and And vote. vote. Indeed. Because if it wasn't important, they wouldn't be doing all of this to stop you from doing it. We can't
1: reiterate that enough.
2: So... What you
1: got? More tragedy or something positive? Let's do a
2: little bit of something positive.
1: Anthony Anderson. Yay! Yay! So, I don't know how many of you guys know, but Anthony Anderson did go to an HBCU, mm-hmm. Howard University, one of our faves. And um but he he was not able to graduate. He was in his senior year, had some financial complications, had to back out and never finished. Of course, Anthony Anderson has gone on to be extremely famous, very popular, um, very funny, very funny, very rich. His son is now attending Howard University. He will be graduating in 2020. And so Anthony Anderson is working with the university to get his senior year done online. And it's, it's kind of funny. He made a couple jokes about having four years to complete, you know, one last year mm. or whatever. But he's a busy guy. He's, you know, making a living. So I totally understand and I'm sure... He'll get it done. So, But I just wanted to mention that because I thought it was cute. I mean, I think it's pretty awesome to graduate on the same day as your parent. For your parent
2: to come back and show you what completion looks like. And it's just cool, too, because on the actual show, um, Dre, which is Anthony's character, mm-hmm. is a graduate of Howard. Right. And he convinced his son to go to Howard and it's just so funny because on this last episode, they convinced him to go. They dropped him off. And by the time they got back home, he was back he home. He was already home. So. Talking about college wasn't for him. Yes. He needed a, um, <laughs> he needed a, like a break year, like a, a, a year in between yeah. to like figure Talking it out. Talking about Malia Obama too. Yes. Right. And he was like, you ain't Malia Obama fool, but. Uh, uh, a gap year. Yeah, yeah gap, gap year. year. That is such a good, sh- y'all know that's my show. I love that right. show. So yeah, I'm happy for Anthony Anderson. That's awesome. And, and that's just, you know, like, how cool is that to share graduating from college with your dad? Like, like after after a story like that.
1: You know what they should do? They should have him as the speaker that year as well. Like
2: oh, graduate.
1: I don't know if you can actually do that, but that would be
2: dope. Well, you probably could because they give you honorary degrees when they do it. That's true. So I don't see why not. And if it was the valedictorian was speaking there graduating. Yeah, okay. So
1: Well if if not him. Have Tracy Ellis Ross come and do it. Yes, that would be good too. Oh
2: gosh, I
1: would have to go to that. Ma'am,
2: why? I Just want to hear her speak. Okay, I, I, I can't
1: fault I'm you for that. You know I know I love you Tracy. love Tracy Ellis. I was gonna say that earlier when you no, said that's that. my show, and I was gonna say you just love it because of
2: Tracy. I love it because of Yara. I like everybody. I love it because mainly for Tracy and Jennifer Lewis because and Lawrence Fisher. They are funny. Everybody
1: on that show is a star. You yeah, hear me? Like
2: like. I didn't realize that Lawrence Fishburne was so funny. Okay, we're going off on a tangent. Okay, but <laughs> I didn't realize I always he was so wanted
1: funny. to be like in a play or something with Lawrence Fishburne. Like when I was a little kid, I wanted to be. I think I saw him play Othello. The more, mm-hmm. um, and he was so good. He's hilarious. Yes, classics behind his name. Um, okay, back to our regularly scheduled program um couple other bad things that happened this week uh I'm sure you guys have heard of the Pittsburgh synagogue Mm -hmm. massacre I don't want to call it a shooting 11 people died one this is the saddest part for me was a holocaust survivor Mm -hmm. and um the shooter was Robert Bowers um and he was allegedly heard screaming all Jews must die before he opened fire killed 11 people the holocaust survivor her name was Rose Malinger um just murdered because she was Jewish. Like, how do you survive the Holocaust as a child? Come to the Americas to live and then get killed for the exact same reason. Mm-hmm. And um, they were interviewing different people. And one of the guys was like, every Jew is affected by this, which taking nothing away from what happened, but is a sentiment that I wish was reflected in the way that black people feel, you know, when one of us is taken out. Like, all of us are affected. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, this happened at the Tree of Life, that
2: synagogue. So, just wanted to make mention of that. Um, I did, I did um, think it was interesting how, you know, we see this all the time. He sh- not only shot and uh, killed the 11 people in the church, but then he came outside and shot and wounded six officers. And somehow still managed to be put in handcuffs and put in a
1: car. I definitely wanted to mention that because right now, as we speak, he's in the hospital recovering from um, gunshot wounds from his shootout with the police. Right. So and I'm were just th- curious how. Yeah, because I
2: mean, now this person is shooting at you. Right. You don't. He's not reaching. You know. You don't think he's, he's not man- running. Yeah. You don't think that he has the gun. He's shooting at you, and he still managed to be fine. So that lets you know that. They do have the restraint. It's just they lack the will to use that restraint when it comes to black and brown people.
1: Pull up a picture of Robert Bowers and you'll see why he is recovering in the hospital. And
2: another interesting thing that I read um, when I was like, you know, kind of like researching it to get information is that there is apparently some social um, networking platform called Gab. G-A-B, mm-hmm. and so apparently they are less strict with, you know, what they um you know, kind of like censor, you know, and so that is a site where a lot of white nationalists and su- white supremacists get on there and say all this stuff, and so when you, they they're anti-Semitic, yes uh, and so when they, you know did some digging like around, they saw that he was like on there like all the time with this, so saying that the Jews are causing a genocide on his people i'm like what are you talking about but
1: you know what's crazy like the way that they surveillance um like black lives matter and stuff like that then why not surveillance these people and when somebody starts getting out of hand like why aren't you following them or
2: trying to figure out what plans they have because population control population control and you know like let's just call this what it is they're just saying oh it's a you know, synagogue shooting, synagogue massacre. No, this is this was terrorism. Yeah. Just like the guy who sent the pipe bombs. That is an terrorism. act of terrorism. Like, I seen something where it was like, white people are the only people that, com- that can commit the most acts of terrorism and don't get none of the credit. Right. Don't get to take none of the credit for it. When y'all do it the most. Well. That is a historical
1: fact. Yep the most look keeping keeping in with that theme you did hear about the kentucky shooting right so mm-hmm. the the man that went into kroger he killed two black people um and the guy there's a white guy who is a concealed carrier who pulled out his gun and the, he told this white man and this is the man's son that was um being interviewed later on he said that, um, you know, basically whites don't kill whites. So, like, if you don't, you, you don't kill me, I won't kill you because mm-hmm. whites don't kill whites. He um, went into the Kroger, murdered Vicky Lee Jones, who was 67 years old, and Maurice Stallard, or Stallard, not sure how you pronounce his name, but he was 69. His daughter um, is Louisville's chief um, equity officer. Mm-hmm. And I think that he had his grandson, which would have been her son, with him at the time of the shooting terrorism and before he went to the Kroger he tried to go to First Baptist Church It's a black church and there were about 10 people working there um, at the time and the doors were locked but if he had arrived about 25 to 30 minutes earlier than that the doors were unlocked
2: and he would have went in there and shot people in the church
1: absolutely and if I'm not mistaken he is under a 5 million dollar bail now. Why? Why?
2: He don't he doesn't even need to have a a, a bail.
1: Not saying that anybody's gonna go bail him out, but they could. They could.
2: For what, five five hundred thousand yeah, dollars? That's easy. We'll that's get easily, him out. thank you. They I mean just like how they'll start a go me for Thank you. You know, people who do this type of it's just Wouldn't just, be surprised if they had. That's but just why is crazy. why is that
1: why is it even Because
2: this is this is definitely a hate crime.
1: Yeah all of these things that we have talked about Gregory Bush, I want to make sure I say his name as well, 51 year old Gregory Bush is the guy that did the shooting in Kentucky,
2: furious this just gave me a headache I'm sorry, we are not done no because we got to talk about the white hot lady in Myers Park Ah, so (laughs) I did not want you to bring it up I'm white and I'm
1: hot. Like, ma'am. Was she, was she on drugs? I've been trying to figure this out. So, you know, I was not stateside when I heard this story and I could not get all the
2: details that I wanted to get. So, apparently... I was not at home. Um, Two black women were in the apartment complex that one of them, apparently, one or both of them live and mm-hmm. they were having car trouble and they were waiting on AAA. Right. So, this lady who has been identified as Susan Westwood... Approaches them to ask them what are they doing congregating in the parking lot and, and proceeds to berate them, call them the B word. That's here in Charlotte. Here in here Charlotte. In Charlotte North and Carolina. she said stuff like this is Myers Park. Do you know where you are? This is South Park. What what are you doing here? Was she on drugs? They said that they could smell the alcohol all, like, you know, like coming from her body but the way she was acting, I, it looked like she had mixed some stuff okay. because she was really crazy. She was like um, is your baby daddy here? Like, all kind of stuff. She never like called them like the N-word or said any like, you know, anything derogatory as far as like being black, but she implied it. Then she was like touching them and like pushing them, and she said something about do you want me to do you want me to get my concealed
1: weapon? She should have fallen on No, she did not. Yes, yeah, she did. I would have been like, Do you want me to get mine?
2: And it was just crazy because the ladies called them 911 the first time and Really didn't get a good response, so then they had to call back again to make sure that the police were actually coming. And they found this lady. She kept saying, "I make one hundred twenty five thousand dollars a Not year." Not anymore. No, because she was working for Spectrum Enterprises, and she Not no longer anymore. works there. I know she doesn't. So you're gonna be in that unemployment line, boo boo. You won't she be. Wanted, you won't...
1: She I'm sure she. I'm sure she'll be fine.
2: She will be fine, but now she's she's she has um criminal
1: charges. Because I would have fallen to the ground they i mean they got her and fr- been like i
2: want i would like to press charges <laughs> and there's no way that she can deny it like you're on camera yeah. and she you know was communicating threats she was um harassing them she touched them so i mean she she's, she's going to be alright but excuse me she's going to have to explain that criminal record absolutely so um speaking of harassment
1: did you see where google fired like a do- like dozens not a dozen but dozens of their employees for sexual uh, harassment mm-hmm. sexual misconduct i didn't get a chance to read the in- the article in its entirety but kudos yeah because ain't nobody got
2: time
1: for that Mm-mm. it's a step in the right direction i shouldn't have to go to work and feel
2: uncomfortable and i've been there so i have been there too i had this one doctor that used to always push it
1: yeah
2: always because, they,
1: because in the past you
2: could and he was older, and mm-hmm. he'd been there for a long so he time. he had been doing it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He had been doing it. Yeah. Ridiculous.
1: Yep. Um. Good news. Did you see where the... So, some of my favorite things, I've seen them a couple of times. The New York City subway dancers, where, like, they're on the poles on the yes. subway. They are, they are killing it every time. I'm sure if you guys look up the hashtag... You'll be able to find them. They're so adorable. A group of up uh, 10, like about 9 or 10 young men. And they were asked to come on Ellen. And Ellen mm-hmm. brought out this really big hat. And she was like, okay, so the bigger the hat, the more money you can throw in there, right? So she asked the assistant to bring out, like, what was it? $10,000. 10, and she threw that in there. But the hat was, like, huge. And mm-hmm. so she's like, well, bring $10,000 more. Bring 10000 more. Bring 10000 more. And before you know it, she had given them $100,000, 10000 each. Mm-hmm. And they were just going crazy. And that made me feel so good this week. I probably should have saved that for my, you know, inspiration or whatever. But yeah, that was I, so
2: cute. I love Ellen. Ellen always does good stuff. Like, did you see whenever she <laughs> had Diddy on there asking him about the clowns?
1: Yes, in of Halloween, that thing had me dying. Diddy posted good. it twice. That was good. I, Ellen always does good stuff. She always gets people too. like it looks genuine like they did not know they were getting ready to get gotten. Mm-mm, mm-mm. She yeah, jumped she up so fast. Show. Had Pennywise jump out of that um that box that he was sitting
2: next to. I would love to go to her show and to The View. Yeah. I wouldn't want to go to Wendy because Wendy's not that entertaining to me. Nope. But I would love to go see a taping of The View and The Ellen Show because they look like they actually like have fun. Yeah, Wendy just looks like she's just boring. And I feel like all of her people in the crowd are like staged. <laughs> don't do that. I do because they ask the dumbest questions. Like, like when they do the ask Wendy and they get, I'm like, you don't really got on national TV and asked that question. They did. Oh my god. But yeah, I love the Ellen show and the View. Um, that's pretty much the only daytime TV that I'll try to catch here and there. But right. yeah, I love Ellen.
1: Um, what else? Oh, so I was on the plane on the way to the beach this week. Oh, <laughs> really roll good. your eyes at me. And, um, so I watched Jurassic World 2 because I love dinosaurs. And then I started watching Superfly, but I didn't get a chance to finish it. So I was really disappointed to hear this news. I read an article. Um, I'm not sure how you pronounce his name. It looks like it's pronounced Kalen Walker. He's 23 years old. And I do remember um, him being one of the main actors in the movie. He's been arrested for luring models or aspiring models. I did see that. uh, With the promise of work and then raping them. Like, he's been baiting. And so now he's facing non-felony sexual assault charges. What in the world? Like, what in the world? (laughs) Like, today, you would do that knowing what the cost is. Sir, if, and I don't want to say, I don't want to wish bad on anybody. But my thing is like, if you lose your job, just like all these other people that we want to have to pay for what they've done. If you lose your job and your career is over, understand that you did that to yourself. Yeah, it's nobody's fault. When and you didn't wrong. have to. He was adorable looking. How old is he? 23. Oh, he just ruined his life. Right. For what? You're of age. You're making a little bit of money.
2: Shame on you. Shame.
1: Disgusted. Um, it's all bad. It is all bad. I'm trying so hard. It's all bad. So we um, you know who Young Greatness is? I have no clue. Okay.
2: Do you remember the song? I have no clue. Do you remember? who Young Greatness is? I'm sick of everybody is young. What? What you gonna do when you get old? You're gonna turn into old greatness? I'm sick of everybody. I'm well done.
1: done. Young greatness will not have the opportunity to turn into old greatness because he
2: was killed today. Oh, that's not going bad.
1: You should, but I'm, I'm sorry for laughing at you, but you should. But it's
2: not that anything about him dying, but I don't be knowing these people, right? So he's the guy that, um, a couple years ago, what's this,
1: 2018, so maybe three, 2015, he came out with the song Moolah. And he's originally, Mula. yeah. how right, go? I'm not about to sing that on what? the show. I'm
2: just not. You um, get home the melody. Da, 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 you want me to play oh! it for you right Oh, okay. That guy. Okay. Okay. I don't know him, but I know that song. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 That. Oh. Okay. okay so he's originally from New Orleans. Moved from New Orleans to I think Houston. Um, after Hurricane Katrina, or when Hurricane Katrina was going on. And so he's been living there. I guess he was visiting. Not really sure on all the details because this really just happened. Uh, but was killed outside of a Waffle House. So I don't know if it was robbery or if it's somebody from back in the day that he knew, somebody who might have tried to stick him up because they thought that he had some moolah because he was a rapper. Not sure. But um, his real name is Theodore Jones, <laughs> if that makes you feel any better um but definitely lost his,
2: right poor thing yeah
1: he was um uh, actually signed to cash money i didn't know that
0: well, young, baby.
1: yeah oh um since we're talking about things that happened today in north carolina there has been a shooting i don't know if you heard of this as well but a student is dead today here in charlotte or a suburb thereof called matthews um at david butler high which is about 11 miles from where I actually live. Mm-hmm. Two students were fighting in the hallway this morning around 7, 715. 7, 15. Um, They do have the surveillance of the actual altercation. Mm-hmm. It's been said that this was an argument that started over the weekend and kind of spilled into the school day Monday morning. The hallway was packed with students. Only one student was injured that we know of. Um, so the kids were on lockdown for a little while, but it was short-lived. And now one kid by the name of Bobby McKeithen is dead. He's 16, he was 16 years old. Um, and another 16-year-old, whose name we do not have, is being charged with uh, first-degree murder. So As he should. Yes. Can't imagine what... I heard it's a case of bullying. Don't know who the bully was. Whether it was Bobby or the one who, you know, did the shooting. Um, but if if we find out any more details anytime soon then we'll update you guys. So just don't know what Bobby's family must be feeling tonight or the family of the other other kid.
2: Yeah. This is everybody's life is just jacked up. Yep. And I was watching the news this morning and the school was on lockdown and you know parents were like freaking out trying yes. to get their kids out of there. Rightfully so. And the school was like, They're gonna like just let them out at the normal time and everybody was like yeah, give me uh, no. my son. Like, <laughs> no. Give me my daughter. My kid is not standing, talking about a, like normal. It's not a normal day. Right. One of their classmates just Was got killed. killed, and the other one is probably going to jail forever. Right. And some of them saw it. Yes. Yeah, so, so this is not a regular day. Let them out. Right. I'm just like, y'all trying it. What are you talking about? Like, they're going to let them out at, at normal time. Huh? I would have been going off. Them mamas and the daddies is out there, like, no. Give me my kid. Give right. me my chap right now. Fact. So, um, that's just sad. Like, I think it's going to end up... They're going to have to be, like, metal detectors at every school. That's so sad. Because this is ridiculous. I'm right. It it was not, but like, I think what? up until... I think after when Columbine happened, that was, like, the first real... I mean, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, in not a, that it
1: might not have happened before, yeah. but, like, that was the first real... Real, like, just crazy. Where people were afraid, where, like, they were... We were having lockdown, like, um... Practices, yeah, where kids started coming to school in long trench
2: coats to just to be scary, yeah. Then you know what? It didn't, it wasn't like that before. Um, you know, I know like in the bigger cities, you know, they they had trouble with guns and stuff because I remember a school that my brother went to in DC, mm-hmm. you know, they had like metal detectors, you had to have a clear book bag, and all that stuff, but it's just like all the time now, and it, 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 it's like everybody's like. People going into school shooting, kids shooting. It's just like, what is happening? Because, I mean, why y'all can't just fight and get suspended and be done with it? Ain't that it? I mean, bruh. Ain't just that Just fight it. and get in trouble. Get your three to five days and then go and on with go your life. School, right. <laughs> go, be friends. Yeah, go can on with your me? life.
1: Listen, can I tell you, like, how many times I've, like, scrapped with people and then we've been cool
2: since then? Because now this boy is gone and, well, both of them are. Right. Cause you took that gun to school, you knew what you were gonna do with it. Yeah, and you did it. Right. Even if it is bullying, I understand that it's difficult, but you can't you can't shoot and kill nobody. I'm trying to be about that life. Well, you you gonna be about it. Right.
1: Right on the orange is the new black. <laughs> Which only has one more season
2: left. Good because it was getting.
1: Uh uh-uh, uh, like the last season, but we're not gonna talk about it till it get ready to come out. Um, oh. So I don't know if you guys know this, but Loretta Devine is one of my faves of all time. She is so good. She's underrated. She does not get her just due. Um, You guys probably heard a clip if you listened to the whole show, like starting with the beginning um, of her doing somebody almost ran off with all my stuff. It's one of the portions of the choreo poem by Ntozake Shange, who sadly passed away this Saturday at the age of 70, um, and she's famous for writing for colored girls who have considered suicide when the rainbow is enough. Even if you have not um, read the entire work, uh, you may have seen the play in some form. I know lots of colleges have done it. Um, I don't know if Broadway, I think Broadway picked it up. I could be lying about that. Oh, no. Don't quote me, but I know it's the show had a run. Mm-hmm. And um, then Tyler Perry picked it up and made it into a movie um, that was an all star cast. Was a had good my movie. I girl was crying. crush, Tessa Thompson, was in it. It had my boo in Macy it. Macy Gray was in it. Janet Jackson. Janet Jackson was in it. Loretta Devine was in it. Like everybody was. Um, Miss Miss Tina's husband was in it. Richard, Richard Lawson, Amari was, yes. was in it. That was a good
2: movie. Um,
1: Michael Ealy. Yeah. Was in it. Woo! You want to see Michael
2: Rose was in it.
1: Yes, you want to see Michael Ely in a different light.
2: Yeah, go back crazy. and
1: watch for Color Girls. Um, domestic. I mentioned her because she's one of my favorites. That's one of my favorite works. Um, she was a domestic abuse um, advocate. Like that's one of her passion pro- That was one of her passion projects. She's a self-proclaimed black feminist. Um, And she had a strong relationship to the Black Arts Movement, and so I just wanted to honor her for a moment.
2: Um, I thought what I thought was interesting um, because that part of that monologue where she says, "So I almost got ran away with all my stuff," Uh and so um, Intzaki's real name was she was born Paula Linda Williams, and then she chose. Into which means she who comes with her own things. That's right. So that just, I just thought that was cool. I'm like, oh my God, like, I came with my own thing. How right. are you going to try to run off
1: with my stuff? Right. <laughs> if, if you so, go back and listen to the whole, um, that whole thing in its entirety, it's about three minutes long and it's so good because she talks about like what's been taken like, what she was left with. I think she, I'm paraphrasing, but she says something like, um, and what did you leave me with? A bitch with a bad attitude. (laughs) And then she busts out laughing, she continues her part, um, and then at the end, she talks about, like, how, um, you know, he almost ran away with all her stuff, and he doesn't even know that he has it. Mm -hmm. Somebody almost ran away with me, tucked up under his arm, and she was basically saying it's because I, basically, she gave him too much room. Mm Mm-hmm. To do that, mm-hmm. like, it's so good, you guys. So, very moving. Uh, but just, again, wanted to honor her. So sad to see another legend go. Yeah.
2: But the good thing about it is she she just went to sleep. Yeah. So yeah. she died peacefully in her sleep. But I think she did. She She suffered from a disease. It's like a demyelinating disease. And I'm not going to go into it. But just because <laughs> we'll be here for a minute. Right. But... It's um, like a neurological disease, so I think she had struggled with like her motor skills and movement and stuff, and so I can imagine that that is a difficult way to be, mm-hmm. so the fact that she's not suffering anymore, um, I, I hope that her family finds comfort, at least in
1: that. Definitely. Uh, I could tell from like some of her last uh, interviews mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. that she was struggling to get through them. They were pretty painful to watch, actually. Yeah. So... So... Um, I do have one last thing before I, we get into the content, and it's positive. So if you have anything ne- else negative, we don't want to end with I don't with have it. anything
2: else to say. I'm tired of, I'm tired of Trump's America. you exhausted, girl. I am. Me
1: too. Well, let me That's share. That's why I got in a
2: show hall with Real Housewives. I could just watch their drama. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I could just feed off of their drama. It's, it ain't real to me. Like, yeah, let me just, you know, get into some reality drama for a day or so. Agreed, agreed. Well, the first female president
1: of Ethiopia has been elected. Shala Zaudé. she is fluent in English, French, and her native language. She studied in France. She served as the ambassador of France, the ambassador of Djibouti, and I think Senegal. And she's the UN's top official um, of the African Union. I'm going to give you a hard time this time. She, um, sh- listen, I already stand, right, because... She stands for women's rights, and uh, peace is definitely one of her top focuses. She's an advocate for, like, the end of religious, ethnic, and gender discrimination. So, she's, look, Siri, you are not a part of this show. show. Just don't even worry about it. Just don't even worry about it. I was
2: trying to turn my phone off. I'm sorry.
1: Back back to the first female president of Ethiopia. Yes, sister. Um, so, sister. She's expected to serve two six-year terms. Uh, she's currently the only female head of state. Although, Ethiopia did just um, have a new cabinet shift. And if I'm not mistaken, half of which are all female. Yeah. Cool. So, that is cool. So, I just wanted to say that. I'm inspired. You should be. And she's pretty.
2: She is pretty.
1: Yep. So, you sure?
2: No, I don't have anything else. Going this. once,
1: going twice? No. Mm. So, to the Syria in the middle. Alright. I know, I was just being funny, my bad. <sighs> don't roll your eyes at me. So, we've, we've discussed this before. October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. And we didn't want to end the month without having a real conversation about domestic violence. Um, how it's you know rooted in patriarchy, it's rooted in misogyny. It's not that women are not violators at all, but um, we're we're gonna try to be a little specific towards women since we're such a large number um, this time, and and we'll do the men another time. Um, so just for perspective, well first, let's talk about some some public example. Can you remember like? Some people who have been in the public eye who have, you know, had some domestic violence cases. Maybe those cases got dropped.
2: I mean, OJ Simpson.
1: <sighs> Clearly. We talked about Ray Carruth. Um, Ray Rice. Yep. Mike Tyson. Ray Rice was most recent, right? Mm-hmm. Not the
2: most recent, but. One of the, because of the video. Right. I think that's what made it just undeniable. Right. Like what was happening. But she stayed. She did did stay, and we'll talk about that. She stayed, and and I don't think that was the first time that he had done that. and I think that she was
1: encouraged to stay by family and friends, and I I use that term lightly. Yeah. Um, Money,
2: money, money, money. It makes a
1: difference. We're going to talk about it. So, for perspective, between 2001 and 2012, we're in 2018 now, but... Just for timeline, um, there were 6,488 American war casualties, perspective now, that we know of.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: From war, okay, during that same amount of time, 11,766 American women were murdered by a current or ex-male partner that we know of. And that is almost double that number. 85% of violence against an intimate partner happened to women and 15% against men perspective. So I want to talk a little bit about like abuse whether it's financial, physical, emotional, all three. Mm-hmm. Like what, what do you believe abuse looks like? Because there's a lot of different faces. Yeah, right.
2: control. Mm-hmm. Um, most recently you know I I have been made aware of it's not a friend of mine directly but it's a friend of a friend who like, cannot even leave her house, yeah, without making her boyfriend aware. Can't he's visit her family, yeah, can't, won't allow, um, isolation, yeah, won't allow her friends to come see her or her baby. Um, financial aspect, you know, and and I want to make this point too that it's not always. Physical, you know, it could be, like, emotional abuse,
1: Um, you know. That's the kind that sneaks up on you as well. So you don't think you're being abused mm -mm. until you're well into it. Yeah, emotional abuse. Until um, somebody has run away with all of your stuff.
2: Manipulation. um, Reproductive abuse. Yeah, You know, someone can hold that over your head or taunt you about, Wanting a baby, not wanting a baby, you know, or, or getting with you under the guise of this is what we're going to do and then no, we're not. You know, right. just anything that they can have control over you with, yep. you know, they use that to basically abuse you. And, you know, like you said, it, it creeps up with the mental and, you know, they gaslight you to the point to where you think that you've done something wrong.
1: I'm so glad you used the term gaslighting. Yeah, they I, they I try definitely... to make you
2: feel like you're crazy.
1: Yes. And, um. And listen, many, many of us have been there. Because it's like, you know, they... Listen, an abuser knows how to manipulate. And we don't know if it comes from... It comes from different areas, right? So we don't know if it comes from their childhood. We don't know if it's because... You know, they figured out the, the niche to get in there. We don't know if it's because it's been done to them or it worked on their mothers. or something that they saw. But manipulation is key in abuse mm-hmm. in whatever form it is.
2: And it, and it's like a cycle. Like it's this, you know, they abuse you and then they want forgiveness. Right. And, oh, I'm sorry, I'm not going to do it. And then the this, this cycle just keeps going and going and going and going. Right. Um, until, unfortunately... Some women don't make it out of that situation. Or they leave with permanent damage. It's true. You know, physical, mental, you know, emotional damage. Or, you know, abuse can be if you're in a marriage and he controls all the money. Right. Um. You know, and you want to leave, but what are you going to do? Right. He's got all the money. He's got all the money. And he knows that you have nowhere else to go. Right. That's abuse. Or
1: would make you think that you have nowhere else to go. That nobody cares as much as they do. Um, I want to talk about some some statistics. So there are three women, because you kind of touched on this a little bit. There are three women murdered every day by a lover in the U.S. 38,028,000 have experienced physical violence in their lifetime. That is women, that is. That's one in every four. So four women, you know. Line them up choose one um four million seven hundred seventy four thousand every year violence against the woman happens every 20 minutes eight million days of lost work or the equivalent of over 32 thousand full-time jobs are lost by the victims of physical abuse not the abusers going to jail you know for the weekend or whatever but the abusers i mean the the victims that is um between 40 and 45 percent of women in physical abusive relationships are being raped or and or assaulted. A woman is beaten every nine seconds in the U.S. It costs 948 dollars uh, for emergency care for on average for intimate partner violence against women. That cost is 387 dollars for men. Um, two in every five gay or bisexual men who experience will experience partner violence. 81% is the number of women being stalked by a current or former male partner who are or were abused by that partner. 70% of women worldwide will experience physical abuse from a man. So if you're listening to this, especially if you're a man, if you want to write down the list of 10 women that you ride for, then choose three to highlight. Those are the only ones... To statistically speaking that will not be attacked or abused in some way um 98 of financial abuse that occurs in domestic violence is the percentage that occurs in domestic violence cases um and this is the number one reason the very one reason that survivors do stay or return because their abuser controls the money like you were talking about earlier Mm -hmm. um of course I would have assumed this anyway, but it was good to read and put put your finger on the fact that black women experience violence at a rate that is 35% higher than white women. A woman is 70 times more likely to be murdered in the few weeks after leaving her abusive partner than any other time in the relationship. Um, And just to kind of wrap the thought up, 10 million children are exposed to domestic violence annually um, and out of all of this twenty five percent of physical assault perpetrated against women are reported to the police annually. Domestic violence is the third leading cause in homelessness with families be so like why is it other than the financial aspect? What are some because I know some people who have some control over some money. They have family who loves them. What, what are some other reasons that you believe or that you've read that people stay besides the financial portion? And, and why don't people tell? Because I'm a tattletale.
2: I think for the most part with in the black community, we don't tell because what happens in here stays in here. Ah, you know, like you don't tell all your business. You don't right. tell what's going on. Um, I think that's one one reason why. Um, Another reason um, could be, and I didn't think about it this way, is that sometimes, not sometimes, a lot of the time, even with, like, during the fight for, like, well, the fight against injustice and, you know, oppression, sometimes people feel like, oh, well, we got bigger fish to fry.
1: Yeah. You
2: know, like, or these issues come before whatever I got going on, like people have better things to do than to worry about you know, what's going on in my household, right when really, we can tackle it all all together, we don't have to just focus on one thing Correct. that could be it um, another thing I feel as though it's it's an attempt to maybe keep your family together especially if you didn't grow up with two parents in the household, you know, some people may feel like, well, at least we're all here together. Like, right. like at least my kids have two parents, not realizing that like you are ruining potentially yes. ruining That's your kids. That you can be in an
1: unhealthy environment in a yeah. two parent
2: home. Um that, um us wearing a strong woman cape.
1: Mm, you know, thinking so that, you know, it. we
2: can we can um overcome it all, like I you know, and it's just crazy like when you grow up with this idea of people. And then once you become an adult, and then your family like starts to tell you things, Yeah. and you're just like, <laughs> nah, no, not, yeah, not. yeah. <laughs> like no way, and they're like yes, a, a lot, mm-hmm. a lot, like you know, just to like make this personal, my mom had two sisters, um, and my aunt Annie, she um was shot and killed in 1979 by an ex-boyfriend that she left mm-hmm. that had already been in prison for. Beating and abusing his previous spouse or girlfriend. Right. Um. So it's still going on. Right. You know, and it's still happening. God, I mean, I'm grateful that he's still in prison. Like he's never going to get out. Right. But like I never met my aunt because, because she was a victim of domestic violence. Same. Uh,
1: I also, my aunt Regina, God rest her soul, um, lost her life to domestic violence in the same manner. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's just crazy because it's not like so we, we're we in these families we're in these friend groups um, we're in these, these pods these communities where we a lot of times know what's going on um, you know because there are some signs you can't always tell but there are a lot of signs when you're watching couples especially um, of abuse and some people are like, I mean, we, we kind of talked about like not always minding your business over the last few episodes, but of people saying, well, it's not my business, but, um, it is. but it's everybody's business because
2: it trickles down. It does. And it's stressful because when you think about it, like if you're my friend, I don't want to have to worry every night. Like, is he going to kill you? Correct. And I had this conversation with one of my friends about if somebody was, beating me right would you say something to somebody right regardless of if i'm gonna get mad are you going to say something i'm like yes i'm going to say something i don't like what are you gonna do right all you're gonna do is stop being my friend which is gonna make me harass you even more right you're not just gonna stop being my friend like i'm gonna harass you yeah. Until what are you gonna do? File a police report on me?
1: And that's good. Like if we're never friends again because I tried to save your life then I can so rest be even. it. i I I can still love you. It was a really hard lesson learned for me because I think one day I wanted to say something. But I was like, I'm gonna wait until that I see that person and never got the opportunity to really rectify that. And and I'll always carry that. Mhm. You know what I mean? So it's kind of, you made a statement last week. Hey, when you see something, say something. Same thing goes for this. Um, And if you're not sure, and I'm sure you, you know, kind of want to touch on this as well. Mm -hmm. But if you're not sure of what some of the signs of abusers or the abused look like, um, we want to share some of that with you today as well. And it doesn't always look like hitting or shoving because a lot of times people won't do that until they, are in private, like, it takes a person that is over the top and super angry and just out of control to do it in front of people. Most people are not going to Ike Turner, you know, their woman or man in front of um, other people. They're going to wait until they get home. I mean, you might see the scars later, but abuse also comes in the form of, like, public degradation. Mm-hmm. If you see somebody who is, like, making... Now, there's differ- a difference between like having banter with your significant other, right? Because that's cute. I mean, you you know, if you can go back and forth and, you know, joke on each other and then let it go. But there are some people you see in public where one is just having jokes and having fun at the expense of their spouse or their significant other and the other one isn't coming back with anything. That might be an yeah, issue. Yeah, because she knows better. Exactly. Um, You mentioned gaslighting, like, you know, that's really big. Um, and I don't think that a lot of people know that it's happening to them while they... Because they're trying not to figure it animal. out. Right. And then after the fact, you're like, I'm not crazy. Yeah. I know I wasn't crazy. Um, and um, just in case you guys don't know what gaslighting is, you know, it's like when somebody will give you information that is not true or try to make you believe something happened that didn't happen or vice versa. Or um, that you didn't see something that oh, happened. Right. Or, if you happen to see like nude photos or something that's like that that somebody else sent and then they're like, N- nothing's
2: going on. Or, or that was not what that was. What right. Yes, it was. <laughs> I got two eyes. What the hell are you talking about? I saw it. That's gaslighting. That's gaslighting. Yes, making the, it basically makes you doubt your own reality and yeah. perception. It's, and it's a form of manipulation.
1: Right. It'll mess with your self-esteem as well. Like over time. Yeah. Because you lose that self-confidence. If you have to walk on eggshells all the time. Um, then somebody has. Manip- or if you see someone who. Is afraid to stand up for themselves. Like even in a joking situation. Like that person has been manipulated. For a while. And now they know better than to speak up. Especially in front of other people.
2: Um, If someone is isolating themselves. Mm-hmm. Or if. You know they seem. Frightened or you know, feel like they have to fit into this, um, standard of perfection for their spouse. It's not like, you know, some people just have their quirks, but if like you go over to someone's house and it's, oh, well, I have to get this up before they come back or make sure this is not out when they come back. Like that's a sign like, girl, why, why can't you just be like regular in your house? Right, or don't
1: tell him that we went, you know, to yes. the dollar store. i as a child, I've actually heard somebody say that before. Like, well it was just like five blocks down the street why not
2: yeah or um one thing that i i noticed i noticed it with some of my friends and then I'm, it it happened to me before like um like the guilt trip yeah. like i had this one boyfriend that anytime i did something without him mm-hmm. he would like give me this guilt trip before i did it Yeah, Or say something to, like, ruin. Right, so that you wouldn't have a good time while you were out. That's abusive.
1: Yeah. That's manipulation. It is. I actually, in the spirit of transparency, my dad and I also had a boyfriend that was like this. If it got too bad, they would threaten to, like, harm themselves or, like, harm somebody else or, like, maybe you, you know, if you left. Like because they can't, and I'm doing quotation marks in the air. They can't make it, you know, without you. They can't make it without this relationship. Nobody loves you as much as they do. Uh, I mean, yeah, you know what I mean. And so they'll threaten, you know, self harm or you know they don't or they'll they'll leave it open ended. Like I don't know what I'll do, mm-hmm. which leaves it to your imagination. Mm-hmm. That's just not your responsibility. Um, you know what else? constant cheating Mm -hmm. is abuse um constant cheating and then making you believe you should stay like that's that's manipulative it's abuse um and it's unhealthy Mm -hmm. i'm trying to think you mentioned the financial aspect cutting you off for money exclusion um, there are some people who go as far as like punishing you, like taking things away from you, whether it's a car or whether it's money, whether it's the TV or you can't go out with your friends, you have to ask permission, um, hypercriticism and like also refusing to communicate. Mm. Now I know some people who shut down because they don't know how to express and they'll come back later, but communication is a huge problem part of being in a relationship, any relationship, friendship, or otherwise. Uh, But there are some people who know what to say, but they know it hurts you for them to be quiet, Mm -hmm. and so they just won't say anything. Or to be like, I don't
2: want to talk about this. Right. Especially when they're in the wrong. Right. Oh, they never want to talk about it when they're in the wrong. That's right. I don't want to talk about this. Well, why not? Or I'm tired of talking about this. Why do we still have to talk about this? Because... I'm not, I'm going to talk about it it. until I feel like I don't want to talk about it anymore. Correct. We're not through it. So if you want to get through it, then we're going to talk about it. If you don't, then we don't have to talk, period. Exactly. Because this is not a relationship.
1: This is no longer a relationship. No.
2: Um, yeah, that is abuse.
1: Yep.
2: Ooh, girl. (laughs) You all right over there? I'm over here sweating. (laughs) I'm over here just like, ooh, chat.
1: And here's the thing. I think that people believe that they're the only ones. And I think that there are some people that have been in abusive relationships, even if they aren't in in them anymore, that are so strong as human beings that they're like, well, he's an abuser, but he didn't abuse me. And I just want people to remember, like, if you're being abused, it is not your fault. Um, That is that person's fault. It is their responsibility to stop being a shitty human being. Right. So.
2: But, you know, they they make it like, well, you just got to do this, or if you would do that, or it ain't got nothing to do with you. Let me tell
1: you from experience, you can do every single, which is why I stopped, right, Mm -hmm. being that person. You can be the perfect girlfriend, the perfect fiance, the perfect wife, it won't matter if they don't want to do right, if they don't want to be there or if they want to be a terrible person, that's who they're going to be on the flip side. If you're with someone who is emotionally intelligent enough to be in a relationship with a real human being, then unless you're just walking about around being a terrible human being, you're going to be fine. You right. can make all kinds of mistakes you can you know not wear the right thing you cannot look 100% every single day and your relationship is still going to be fine. Yeah. So, don't get caught up in trying to be perfect. That is a mistake that I made like, "Oh, I'm a good girl. I don't do anything wrong." I mean, nobody's perfect, but I was like always in line. It didn't work. It doesn't work. If a person wants to be terrible to you, they will.
2: And and for someone like that,
1: Nothing is ever
2: gonna be good enough. Nope. Not until they fix themselves. Until they fix themselves. Therapy. Oh yeah, but you gotta get them to admit and to talk about what the problem is. Which is not gonna not going to happen because they don't do any wrong to everybody right. else. It's everybody else's fault. Yeah. Or it's my mama's fault. Or it's my daddy's fault. Child,
1: because I've heard that too. Listen,
2: girl, that may be or fun. I don't know how to I don't know how to love. I don't know how to be in a relationship. Yep. Teach me. Heard. No. no. Because what, what I'll do is I'll show you and then you'll still treat me like shit and then then, go on and take all my stuff. I didn't take all my stuff with all
1: of my stuff and give it to somebody else. Right. And then be better for it, which is fine. Like everybody comes along to teach us lessons, but just know that it's not your responsibility to be that, that teacher, Mm -mm. you know, while you're harming yourself or allowing someone else to harm you. Right. Um,
2: so, you got anything else? Um, I kn- one other thing, I just wanted to touch on, you know, so, uh, just the reason why, another reason why I think that it goes unreported, especially in the black com- community, mm-hmm. is because of our mistrust of the justice system. system. So that, you know, plays in, into it too, um, because we don't trust the police. Right. Or you have to do so much to get a restraining order, or to, you know, like- it's just like, I mean, do you believe me or not? Right. And, you know, now they have that. Some places they have that rule where if you call about domestic violence, they'll put both of y'all in jail.
1: Yes, I did know that. So I've actually witnessed that with my own eyes. So, it's
2: just like, why am I going to call?
1: And everybody's standing around like, why are you taking her? We just told you what happened, but it didn't matter. Mm-mm.
2: So That's, that's rough. Me. Yeah. And I just want to say... um, you know, like, if you know of someone who's being abused. Yes. If you are being abused. If you feel like any of these things are happening to you um, and you need support, you can call the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-7233. 1-800-799-7233.
1: Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> I'm like, did I do something? No, no, no. I was just thinking because people need to know what the outlet is. Um, I also want people to know like you're not, excuse me, you're not doing your children, yourself or anybody else, even the person that you're staying with any kind of service or justice by sticking around because little kids, they see, they know. I can remember being a child thinking, these adults think I'm stupid, so I guess I just need to be quiet and pretend like I'm going along, but very young kids pick up on it and if they don't know exactly what's happening they definitely pick up on the energy and if you pay close enough attention you'll see that um it's showing up in the way that they behave Mm -hmm. um you don't have to accept the blame i know i said that before um your abuser will likely put some blame on you but just you have to try to counteract that Good relationships don't make you feel like shit. I'm sorry. I just, I know, but I have to keep saying that. Um, They don't make you second guess yourself. You're not supposed to feel like you're on a roller coaster. You're not supposed to wake up every day trying to figure out which version of that person that you fell in love with you're going to get today. It's not healthy. Healthy relationships are fluid. They're flexible. The arguments are healthy. Healthy. Um, and you don't have to feel intimidated. So, don't be silent. Um, and if you're the one that is seeing the abuse, make sure you report it. Whether it's to other family members or to a hotline or talk to that person. Um, at least do your part. Because you don't know whose life you'll be saving.
0: Right.
1: Take it from someone who knows. Anything else, B? Okay. Now, girl okay before we end the show I definitely um, want to lighten the mood a little bit so Halloween is this Wednesday Ooh-hoo! right and I will be too busy to go to a Halloween party didn't get to hit one this weekend so sad about that but next year we in the house if we're not having our own party so what have been your favorite costumes of all time that you've worn and then you do scary movies I like scary movies. Okay, good. I want to know some of your your top, you know, two or three favorite scary movies.
2: What was my favorite like costume? It wasn't scary, mm-hmm. but I think my favorite costume was where me and my two friends went as TLC. Oh and I was left eye. What? Yeah. So I think that was my favorite costume that I, I did TLC. myself. Yeah, yeah. Wait, which which version was it, like, Red Light Special? No. Was it back in the day when they had, like, the hat condoms the all over there? Yeah, okay, it was it was more hat to the back. T-L-T. Okay. Not crazy technical. Okay. <laughs> I love
1: that. What about, um, what was
2: yours?
1: I actually don't know that, I'm not saying I've never worn a costume. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I've ever worn a costume. What? Maybe I wore, nope. I don't think I've ever worn a costume. You've never worn a
2: costume. I was deprived. Oh my god. Yeah, you are like not I didn't dress up last year, but the year before that I was the witch doctor. Yeah, had like the face paint. Girl. And then before the year before that I was like this dead kitty cat. What? I was a brat stall one year. I could see you as a brat stall. Yeah, I've done some some cute some good ones, but my favorite was like because I wanna do a group one. Okay. Yeah, so to me, that was the best one because we all, like, played into the role. And, like, everybody knew, everybody knew who we were anyway because we always used to, like, dance and sing TLC. Right. But we were <laughs> TLC. So that was my favorite one. Um, scary movies? You asked me what was my favorite scary movie? Yes. I don't know if I have a favorite okay. scary movie but there are some scary movies that i enjoy. Okay. Um one that i think um well, it wasn't one it it was obviously a series um um or it's not a trilogy. What is it called? It How many three. movies is it? It was way more than 3. Are we talking about Halloween cuz they
1: just came out with another no, one. No, i'm talking about Saw. Oh, girl, do they even consider
2: that like horror? I thought that was thriller. I don't know, but it used to come out every the new ones will come out every right. October. Um, so I don't know. I, that's got to be horror. I don't know. I think thriller horror?
1: No, I think it's just thriller. Um, I don't know. But anyway, we'll count it.
2: Yeah, that one. Those, um, The Ring. I was going to name that one too. The that Ring. That was good. That
1: first one was really good. I will never forget when we used to walk around after the, was it The Ring? Because The Ring had more than one movie too, mm-hmm. right? So after it came out, we used to walk around the house doing uh, Yeah, I said each to, other in the
2: dark all the time. The ring was good. Um, another movie that it it was good. They're good, but I still can't watch them. Um, is um the Children of the Corn? I watched Ooh, that Jesus. at least three times a year. Yeah, I hate that movie. It's a good movie, right? But it's just scary, right? Um, another movie that I'm still like really scared of is Candyman. You know what? I just can't get past it. Like, no matter how old I get, I can't I can't get past candy. I cannot. And you know, he really had those bees in his mouth. He really got, like, stung by bees. Those bees that were on him, those are real. How did they convince him to put bees I in his mouth? I don't know. But that is one that I just detest. How did they convince him to be- put those bees, real bees in his mouth? Those are real bees. I can't remember where I was reading it at,
1: but those were real movie. I don't like it, because they could have CG'd those in there. I don't like it. But how long ago was that? I I don't care. It was, it was after Jaws. They could have...
2: I don't like it. And there's another movie on Netflix. If you guys... It should still be on there. It may not be, but there's a movie on there. I think it's called Broken Silence or okay. something. It's about these dolls. Oh my god, it's so freaking scary. Yeah? Yes. It is so scary. I'm gonna watch it. No, not broken silence, dead silence. Dead silence. Dead silence. Silence. Okay.
1: Yes. (gasps) Is it quiet the whole time? Somebody
2: just tried to tell me about a movie that's scary. And it was quiet the whole time. No, there's one on Netflix that is quiet the whole time, but this is not that one. This one isn't quiet. Is it the guy?
1: No, it can't be. This one isn't this one isn't, um,
2: this one isn't quiet. Okay. But it's scary as heck. It's called Dead Silence. All right, I'm going to watch it. Um, But what about you? Because I can ramble on and on.
1: So, me too. Um, Horror used to be one of my favorites. And, you know, the Jasons, all of that. Like, that's fine. Um, I think one of my first. As a kid, I was never afraid of any scary movies. Not Freddy, like, nothing. Um, The Shining used to be one of my favorites. I just watched it the other day. The first movie that ever scared me. This is so ridiculous. Remember when Insidious came out? This had to be within like the last seven years or whatever. I I went to the movies with my friend Rafiq. He took me for my birthday because I was having a terrible birthday. And we went in the middle of the day to the matinee. And I have never been this scared of a movie in my life. And I think what scared me was... All the demons were coming out and scaring this family. Sometimes at night, but mostly during the day. And I'm like, oh, they for real, for real. Mm -hmm. Like, they have no chill. So, that, because the exorcist didn't scare me, none of that. Insidious. And then one day, when The Conjuring came out, Mm -hmm. my sister Jasmine wanted to go see The Conjuring. I did not want to get up. She wanted to go to the midnight showing. She begged and begged, fought me, fought me. So, finally, I got out of my bed. And took her to see The Conjuring. The first... Maybe six minutes. And the, everybody in the theater was screaming. The men behind me were screaming. She was jumping. She was like, "Um, can we go? I was like, uh, H, no. You done got me out of this bed. But it was so good. I watch it all the time. They did not mess it up. One and two. they Because they consider Get Out a horror film. Mm-hmm. Get Out is one of my favorites. Um... You mentioned The Ring and 30 Days of Night. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it's about you know vampires, zombies. like super vampires. Oh, okay. But it's in Alaska where, you know, it's nighttime for a whole month. Mm-hmm. And so they finally figure that out. They go and they attack. They get um people cut off before everybody can leave. And they attack for 30 days straight. And it is so good. And then, of course, it is like the worst. Yeah, but that that's because I don't play clowns. I don't yeah, play it was, clowns. It
2: was the worst. That was that was the movie that I was mm. always, always scared of and could not watch. Even when they, you know, did the second part and they were adults, I still couldn't mm. watch it. Nope, because I don't do Pennywise. No, Pennywise was a mess. Right. You know another movie that used to freak me out? What? The Leprechaun.
1: I, you know what never made it through one of those not have never oh you know god. i love cinematography but i have not made it through one leprechaun movie can't do it one oh my one. god leprechaun was creepy yeah that movie was scary we didn't mention chucky uh, i've never been yeah, afraid yeah, of like chucky but he is close to like clown like i was scared of him when i was a little kid but i always wanted a my buddy but because i like black dolls I wanted the black, my buddy, and he doesn't look anything not like, the, like the, the white, my buddy. So. Nothing like Chucky. But yeah, those are some of my favorite um, awesome. scary movies. So, are you doing anything special then on Wednesday? Or are you just calling it a week? No. Oh, you a grown-up grown-up.
2: Yeah, I'm going to just pass out some candy and call it a Are you? Yeah, I'm going to pass out candy. I'm not dressing up. Hmm. I have too much other stuff You going know on. what? If I can't dress up and do it right, because I, I had an idea for... A two-person costume, but I had nobody to do it with me, so I'm just gonna put it in my mental Rolodex for next ask year. Me. Well, I didn't know, where, and it would have worked did too. I have to be a boy? No, you ain't even asked me, it's b. Just, still, I, I love two girls. I needed two girls. One outfit. Or see one outfit. how I get treated. One costume that I did see on social media over this past weekend that was good was I saw two girls um, dressed up as clovers from Bring It On. That yeah, was now, good. That was cute. That was good. Okay. Words. Love it.
1: So, if you guys um do any costumes, please tag us. Yeah. We'll, like, repost a couple of them. That'll be fun, because yep. we love Halloween. I
2: love
1: it. I love giving out candy, so maybe next year I'll get a chance to do that. Turn my light on. My mama used to always make us turn the light off. She'd be like, y'all better be in the bed by XYZ time. Are you not giving out candy? This year? No. I'm helping somebody do something, so... <laughs> Helping somebody do something. No, no, no. I'm helping a friend move. Okay. And so I won't be home to give out the candy this year. gotcha. And that's more important. Helping your friends is important. It is. I'm going to be out
2: there with the babies. Give them some candy. All right. Have a good time. I will. So, um... As usual,
1: I want to know what your good word is for the good people, B. Yeah, because I ain't got no inspiration. No inspiration? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I got an inspiration. Yeah, you go ahead. No, I don't have an inspiration. <laughs> I got <laughs> something funny. I'm I, this, this week has worn me out. A couple of things were funny. I can't repeat any of the stuff from this one thing, but you have to go look up Race War um, on Twitter. Because the Race War like race war thread was extremely funny this week it just talks about like if you had to kill like this person or that person that's got a bunch of memes on like black people crying because they've been told they got to go get their favorite white person it's like really really funny um clever I should say but two things made me laugh I saw a sign for sonic mm-hmm. and it read chicken loses job chicken is broke chicken strips <laughs> <laughs> and then it had the price for the chicken strips 419. Um And the little girl versus Michael Myers in oh, little like, Halloween. She went in there and, and Michael Myers walked up to her. And she was like,
2: nope. nope. <laughs> and she turned around and took off running. She dropped the candy and everything. She was like, no. I felt her. I, something did make me laugh. Um, Did you see where the Warriors had remixed Fergie's national anthem? Yes. That was funny. That was funny. <laughs> yeah, that made me laugh. And there was this meme that I saw of this cat, and the cat was in the window, and apparently the cat had, like, lifted up the drapes, uh-huh. and the drapes were over the cat's head. And if you don't watch Game of Thrones, this is not going to be funny to you, <laughs> but the cat just said, tell Cersei it was me. And because the cat looked like Lady Elena, it was so funny when I tell you that tickled me because it really looked like that little thing that she wore and was like tell Thursday it was me. Send so, that to me. <laughs> that those are two things that really like make me chuckle but I love it. And really inspired me. It's been a it's been a tough week yeah. for America in general. Yeah it has. So, it has. I can attest to that.
1: So then what is your good word?
2: Um, excuse me, my good word for the good people good see? This is what I'm saying right here. My mm-hmm. good word for the good people is just And this is mainly for myself. Like, all of my good words are, like, I be preaching to myself. And others. And When when it's
1: for you, then that means somebody else needed it, too.
2: Um, my good word is just do not stop. Like, just do not stop.
1: Right.
2: No matter what happens, like, you can slow down, you can take a break, you can pause, you can redirect, you can change your approach, but if you are moving forward, if you're making some progress, do not stop. Do not stop. Where are you getting that from? Because I, I needed just, to hear it that. It came in my head like, because I you know, it gets tough sometimes and it's just like, sometimes you just want to be like, man, like do I even want to do anything? Like, do I want to do anything? Like, why am I doing this? Right. And it's at that moment where winners are made. Because winners are not going to stop.
1: Oh, so you had two good words. Yes. I winners like it. are made
2: at that breaking point. So you cannot stop. You cannot. Can't stop, won't stop. You cannot stop. Like Diddy said, he don't care who don't like who, who did what. Get it done. Right. That's all I want to hear. Just get it done. Do not stop. Do not stop. That's my good word. I like it. What's yours? What is my good word?
1: Um... Uh... I guess maybe this kind of goes along with our topic for today um, just with regards to domestic violence or abuse, but you know, you can use it in other areas as well. Your level of strength is not defined by your ability to withstand drama or pain. Okay. So cut the rod or die mentality. We want to survive and thrive instead. And if that means you have to release People, because we like to be, you know, politically correct sometimes, and we like to say, if you have to cut things, no. If you have to cut someone that is not physically or emotionally serving in your purpose, alongside your purpose, let them go. Okay? In addition to that, don't just get up, rise. Well, that was good. Okay? That was good. No, we always have a good word for the good people.
2: That's why it's called the good word. Yeah, that was good. I needed that. I feel like, honey, you just stepped out on my toes. Listen, and my own. All like, on my toes, girl, because my friend sent me something about whatever the planet is doing, whatever retrograded it. I don't know. And it was just like about old things resurfacing. Yeah. And stepping out on my toes. Yep. yep. So...
1: Uh, take what you could out of the show today people I know it was a tough one I know a lot of times we come in and we joke and we laugh and we have a great time that is important but these these things are important as well Mm -hmm. Um, anything you don't want the people to forget aside from November 6th and early voting and November 6th being the day you can
2: vote and if you'll stand in line for everything else please, 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 please take a few minutes to go vote. Early voting is happening just go vote people like I know that Voting is not the end all be all, but it is a, it is an action. It is a step towards better if we all do it together. I agree. So do
1: it. Listen, make a make an event out of it. Pick up your grandparent. Um, pick up your brother. Take your mom, or you know, get your friends together and go vote, and then go have lunch together mm-hmm. or something like that. Go vote when you get off of work and then everybody get together for dinner. Do something to make it important to you.
2: Yeah. Or like, have a party and say, you have to bring your sticker to get in the party. That's true. Like, I mean, come on, y'all. It's time to be adults. Grow up. Go vote. <laughs> like, facts. stop staying around. Facts. Go vote. Big facts.
1: You know, you can find us on social media, on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Um, at the Culture Shock Podcast, we're also on Apple, um, we're on SoundCloud, we're on Google Play. We Error. Error.
2: Anything else you got today? No, girl. That's it. You tied. I'm just, I'm telling you. The world I struggled. you. Yeah, like I didn't even want to, like I couldn't think of one, I didn't have one positive thing to say.
1: Aww. Well, next week will be better it
2: better be
1: better we're just gonna keep
2: pressing forward okay it better be better because it ain't gonna be no pipe bombs I'm gonna mail myself up there and bust out I'll be like hey what the hell going on up in this white house I'm sick of this shit oh what is God. going on in here somebody call me. get her
1: you guys I'm a girl named Tiffany <laughs> and I'm Courtney <laughs> this is the go-to drop podcast out. yeah, yeah. <laughs>